Well, I'd like to thank y'all for kindly coming over, and y'all welcome back anytime. I got me a two pair, but this here's the cowboys and their sweeties. Two pairs? Is that all? We got four pairs of boobs and one butt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> boobs are cool. <laughs> oh, boy, Tom, the boys got a flood. What in the hell? Damn it! You in, boys? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> upstate new york this is the slam tilt podcast a show about all things pinball i'm your host ron hallett here with my co-host bruce nightingale stream stream and more stream didn't i just see you a couple hours ago yes we were in the same room we were together yes we were streaming tonight but we'll talk about that in a few minutes we have a guest yes we do i've been listening to his podcast since his first episode it's a great podcast everyone should listen to it we actually plug it almost every week this is the Pinball Players Podcast, and this is Jeff Parsons. Welcome, Jeff, to the show. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here, guys. Been listening to you guys since since the start, too. So uh, the Mutual Admiration Society has begun. Excellent. Yes. So, Jeff, what got you into this crazy hobby? Oh, let's see. Um, ever since, <clears throat> excuse me, ever since I can remember uh, and was old enough to stand on a chair uh, to to see over the the lockdown bar of a pinball machine. I I've been playing, you know, back then not knowing what I was doing at you know the age of four years old, but, but loved just something about the flashing lights and the sounds just attracted me ever since I was a kid. Um, and I have, I have loved it ever since. Um, I played pretty much, um, right through, through high school, uh, played a lot in college. I think I pretty much wasted my entire freshman year when they had, let's see a whirlwind. They had a, Fun house. They had a Monday night football. They had all kinds of these uh, pinballs at the at the student union at the uh, University of Maine that I went to. And I, yeah, I don't think I went to half my classes because of that I just spent so much time there. Just have always loved the game. And then uh, it wasn't until about I want to say two thousand seven. Well, it's late two late two thousands um, that I saw something in the local newspaper about uh, a tournament that they had at a local bar. Um, and I'm like, wow, there's people that are actually into this around here, uh, in Portland where I was at the time. And so I went over, played, played in the tournament and, uh, the guy that ran it, uh, John Reuter said, uh, Hey, you should, you should come to my place sometime and, and check out, check out what I've got. And when I walked into his place, then that just changed everything. He, uh, I think you've, I think you've been up there before, Ron. I think you've played in Pinmania. Oh Yes. He's we, uh, we both have. Oh, you have you have two bros. Cool. Um, yeah. So you you guys are familiar. He's got he's got quite a collection, and it was. I just walked in there. I'm like, people have this many pinball machines in their house. This is amazing. I've never seen that many pinball machines in one place. Um, and he talked me through the whole thing, showed me all the all the games, and and many of them I had seen before and played uh, before, but uh, uh, seeing them all in under one roof in some guy's house just just blew my mind. Um, and ever since then, I've uh, I've been playing competitively. Um, went to Papa uh, for the first time that year. I've uh, been to to uh, Pinburg five times now. Uh, we've got the New England Pinball League that uh, that uh, we've started up here um, 
and uh, been playing that on a regular basis and and it's just become so much more fun since I've been competing with people and meeting people in the hobby. And it's something that I thought I was the only, you know, for the longest time, like nobody likes pinball. It's just, it's just me. You know, every time I go into a bar, there's nobody playing it. And, and, uh, and to find out there's a whole community just, just changed my whole outlook on this and, and, uh, and just love, love, love this game. That's great. I love to hear that. I love to hear that about, you know, anyone playing and learning and actually finding out about pinball and, do you own any pinball machines? Well, see, that's the one thing. I don't own a single one. So uh, how do we get you to buy one? <laughs> that's what everybody says, too. It's like, hey, I'll sell you one. So, yeah, well, it's I'm at the point where I've, I've, I've just got better things to, to spend my money on. I know that sounds terrible, but it, it's just the way it is. Someday I'll probably get there. But, you know, I've got some, you know, JR's place, and we've got Arcadia National Bar here in Portland. There's a comic book uh, shop that's got several pins. There's lots of friends that I have. Uh, a buddy of mine up in Auburn has got a uh, has got uh, a Big Lebowski. There, I've got so many friends now that uh, that that have pinballs that I just you know I can you know leech off them for now and not have to worry about spending any money on them and fixing them and repairing them. Um, I mean, just and that's kind of why I, I put my my podcast together from the. The perspective it is since i'm not a collector i'm i'm pretty much talking about players perspective people that play games you know everybody's a player but you know i kind of leave out things about you know well you know stern's latest release and how they're going up against jersey jack and repairs and that sort of thing because i just it's not 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 my my field of expertise i'm i'm more about about playing whether it's competitively or just just for fun and and so i also like to talk to people uh, anybody, uh, anyone from from pros that I've had on, I've had Bowen Karens, uh, to just people you may not even know, because um, like I've said in the podcast, every everybody, and I think you guys will agree, everybody's got a pinball story. Everybody's yes. got something um, that that uh, that they can tell, and uh, it's 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 kind of, I kind of liken it to how you know when I would meet people and we play. Uh, competitively, we'd, you know, we, everybody would talk afterwards like, Hey, what do you own? What do you play? What do you like to play? And it's just, it's just fun having those conversations and, and sharing them with, uh, with other people. I just had a blast doing this podcast. No, it's a great podcast. I love it. You mentioned that Bowen guy that wasn't he supposed yeah. to be at some trash talker invitational, but he, yeah, he chickened I out, I believe. Yeah, I was all, I, he was, yeah, he was all set to go. And then so something came up and he couldn't, uh, he couldn't make it. Well, you know, you were there wasn't a whole lot of trash talking at that. I think all all the trash talking was really just leading up to the to the whole thing. And it's like when you get a, we get us all in a roof, one roof and we're playing together. It's just so hard to be mean to people when you're playing pinball. <laughs> oh come on! If I was there, oh my god! Yeah, if, yeah. Good thing you didn't go, Bruce. You would have started an <laughs> incident of some kind. Because <laughs> you saw me today when we were pl- when we were playing. I was we were we were talking up some stuff. Well, Tim drained we? out, and you were cheering. I mean, that's yes. pretty. It's pretty mean. That's pretty yes. mean of you. Of course, I was cheering also. <laughs> so, if you had one game that you'd want to buy, Jeff, and money was no limit, and you had one spot in your house. What would that pin be? Wow, um, boy, that's a toss-up. Um, I, I know it's not getting a lot of uh, love right now because it's you know code issues and it's new. But I really do like the Stern Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so that's I'm a little biased to that. Um, but I don't think uh, there's two. There's, <laughs> two, there's two, I, two I really like. Two games that I really I absolutely love. 
and it's hard to pick between them. And they're they're different eras. One is Jackbot. Um, I know it's kind of a mixed reviews on that one, but but I I like so many things about that game. The other is Flash Gordon, and that's kind of a nostalgia thing. It's it's one of the games that that really really got me hooked on on pinball. Um, and as as a kid, you know, and when this was out, I was you know, like nine ten years old. Um, I didn't know what I was doing at that point, but as um, I, I learned once I started playing competitively, you know what you actually have to do in the game. I, I love how ridiculously punishing that game can be, and because it is, when you do well, you really feel like you've accomplished something in that game. Um, so that probably I would say out of the two of them, probably Jackpot. It's probably got more playability than Flash Gordon, but boy, that's a it would be a tough tough choice for me between those two. Okay, we got mm, we got all right. We got uh, that would actually I was very surprised on both your choices. You no, know, most yeah. people don't go that route. Uh, I'm I'm not. I've found that I'm not the typical pinball player as far as what they like for games. I like the challenge. I like the really ridiculous. Like I'm eight ball deluxe. It'll punish me every single time. But I'm like I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. I'm gonna get you this time. It's same thing. Same thing with Flash Gordon. It's like you know you you tell tell me you're awaiting all you want, Ming. I'm still coming after you. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a good score on this eventually. I, I like that kind of challenge. So you'd probably be a fan of stars, I would imagine. Yes, very big fan of oh, stars. Okay. I still can't get anything going on that either. <laughs> but I'm still <laughs> still trying. Still trying. I guess I just like being beat down. I guess is what it comes down to. Who knows? <laughs> oh yes. So on your last episode, you did the top five wide bodies. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. What didn't you agree with? <laughs> uh, I know I, you were missing my favorite one of all. Oh, what one's that? Space Invaders. No. <laughs> Slap him around like a freaking stepchild. Paragon. Paragon. Okay. I thought about putting Paragon in there, but honestly, I haven't played it enough to really get to enjoy it. Jr. has one. But he's uh, he's put it aside because it's a little bit of a little tiny little bit of playfield wear. So he's like, nope, not touching that anymore until uh, he can do something about it. So it's been sitting uh, in the corner for a while now, and I'm just like, come on, bring that back out, please. <laughs> so <laughs> sitting in the corner. All right. Does he still have most of the bally's down there? Yeah, he does. He does, and he's got a, he's got a really good lineup of Sterns too. He has a cheetah. I know. Oh. Him. Oh. Don't he'll not not sell it, so don't try. Nobody, (laughs) nobody will. Nobody sells that game. (laughs) Nope, it's a fun game. It's a really fun game. I will find one. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking killer! Hey, come up, come up to Mania this this summer in June, and and you can play it uh, play it during the tournament. Well, there's at least three people I know with a cheetah, and none of them will sell. Stars will be at the bar, so I know that. That's a fact. That's a given. That's a pretty ambitious project you're taking on there, Bruce. That's uh Oh, <laughs> oh if you only knew. Like I Well, we went today, we went to you know, last night we drove to Ron's house, which is three and a half hours from my house. So Kathy wanted to come along because she's like, I haven't had a day off really in a month. I'm like, come on, jump in the car, come with me. And then today, when we were, you know, we went to Ron, stayed over last night. This morning, we woke up at 8 o'clock. She looked at me. She's like, I wish I didn't go. I'm like, why didn't you wish you could go? She's like, I would have rather worked at the bar. I'm like, you need a day off. She actually is taking the lion's, the big brunt of it. That's her full-time job now is getting the bar ready to open. And me, I just get to come in, like, after work and go, hey, I'm here to work. And, you know, she'll point a project at me and this week's project was sinks i was doing sink repair on two out of four sinks 
the next project will come up and then mounting TVs and yeah, it's just every day is different. And then another two weeks I get to uh, start bringing games into the building. That'll be the, the scary part now. Cause then I know it's like getting close and getting real. You sound excited, Bruce. You sound very excited. Um, I'm excited, but I'm scared shitless. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> uh, when, when you're done and it opens up and you have your, your opening night, that, that, that'll all go away. I can't imagine that it's not going to be, be a uh, success. I hope, I hope, you know, that's the big thing. Uh, the problem with me is, and even Todd, who's the local uh, operator here, who's bringing a couple games, who's bringing the pool table, who's bringing the dart machine, who's bringing the change machine, he goes, you know, people are going to be playing the games a lot. I'm like, oh, that doesn't bother me. The game playing doesn't bother me. It's making sure they're playing right for myself is going to be. And yeah. it's going to be my games I'm more worried about than anybody else's. So when that drunk guy's taking a leak on your Stargazer, you won't be upset? Luckily, I have, car- I have cameras for that. Uh, in the Stargazer? Uh, no. Above. Well, it could be done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I piss on your Stargazer! <laughs> so, Jeff, you have something called a league... Yeah, uh, the New England Pinball League. It's, it's, Do you play it's more ridiculous. than two games? Uh, yes. Really? Games. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I. You sound like you wish you were in a league or something. I am in a league. We, oh, we, you are? We, we play two games. <laughs> we, we play Demo Man and we play Roadshow at the same pub every week. One out of two of those is a great game. So, you know. Oh, <laughs> okay. So which one isn't the great game? Uh, Roadshow. Yes. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's you know. I mean, I don't hate the game. There's not. I don't think there's a game I really, really, really hate. Um, but it's it's not really my. If I were to pick the two, I'd, I'd go to Demo Man every time. Every yes. time. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Just to hear. Just to hear a sly. Yep. So how big is the? Because didn't they change some things? It didn't used to be like, like every state or something or. Well, it slowly grew. It only started out with um, Maine, New Hampshire, uh, Maine, New Hampshire, and uh, Massachusetts, and Vermont came in afterwards, then Rhode Island. We've got them all now in Connecticut. Um, obviously, the Sanctum is involved with that. Um, and it's, yeah, it, it started out just because I think when, when we started this, that this, the scene in, in Maine was pretty lackluster not a whole lot of players so we decided to expand it and, and people that that put this together like matt gay and steve daniels and and the other people that were involved with this can can tell you better than i can but but it, yeah it grew to be to involve every state and that we used to play and have our finals at uh, pinball wizard in pelham new hampshire which was kind of central to everything um and then unfortunately they shut down um and we've been playing our finals at uh, Sanctum. And, and the only drawback to that is uh, Sanctum's a great place to play, but it's obviously not as big as Pinball Wizard where you could have everybody there to play match play for finals as opposed to you've got to take the, the top 24 in each division. We, we split, uh, split it A, B, C, and D divisions uh, for all the players. And we've got each, each session we probably have, each season we do 200 or so players in the league. Oh, yeah, it's it's all it's almost like it's its own mini little little uh, pinberg on a on a smaller obviously a smaller scale, but a lot you know a lot of players. In fact, Joe Schober, who does the the software for all the uh, for all the uh, leagues that uh, that use it, uh, I, my my guest uh, this week uh, on the Pinball Players podcast um, did uh, 
did a uh, 27 strike tournament and he used uh, match match play events and he uh, he w- when he was out at, at Pinburg um, he was talking to Joe Schobert. He said, is there anybody else that's got a league the size of New England? And uh, he said, no, you guys are the largest by far. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, but it's fun. It's, you know, it's, it's weird because you're competing. Technically you're competing with people that you never even have competed with that are in like four States away. But uh, at the end you all meet up and, and uh, get together and do it at the sanctum. And it's, it's just a blast. And also I think this weekend was, Pintoberfest. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to go to that. Did you see those trophies, by the way? Yeah, they were. Did, did you see those, Bruce? No, I did not. They were. I believe they, first, they took the side panels of a F-14 back box, and then put a a um, Jason hockey mask from Friday the Thirteenth on there <laughs> with a real like machete, like knife. That Matt Gates said will cut you. Yep. <laughs> oh my! They had for, for each division. They painted the they painted the A division mask gold. They painted the uh, the B silver. So it's really pretty impressive. So uh, you're talking about the sanctum, and just thinking two weeks, boys. You're Are gonna you be playing. You go. You go. Ron is. Ron is in. Okay. Are you on the I, wait list? I am on the wait list. Uh, they may get to you. They may because I'm at number eight now. Ooh, yeah, because oh, you were fairly yeah. high. Yeah, I was you number thirty. Shot. Yep, you got a good shot at making it then. So we shall see. The next thing will be then convincing Kathy for me to go for a whole weekend, three weeks before the bar opens. Yeah, what do you think that's going to go over like? Uh, um, and to come back with no sleep. Uh, yeah, that'll go great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's just say I'll be yeah. there. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do research on like what I should be eating and drinking and everything beforehand. If there's anything, any research I can do. <laughs> you know, well, last, like... last year I did. I just I made sure I had tons of water, uh, some Gatorade too, and uh, I, I was good until probably about three in the morning, and that's when it really starts to hit you. It's yep. like uh, your eyes blur, and you, you think you're in multi-ball, but there's really only one ball out there. It gets it gets crazy. I've heard that story multiple times, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. Like, like <laughs> yeah, I'll be playing stars, and I'll think I'm in multi-ball, which yeah. would be quite impossible. <laughs> no, yeah, it's I, it's fun to see everyone just kind of get to that. You'll find people sleeping on a couch, and and as soon as they they announce the next one, they prop right up and they they get right out. Some some do better than others. I I managed to make it. I didn't I didn't think I'd make the whole. 24 hours. I thought there'll be some point where I'm just going to say, I got to stop. But if you do do every round, no matter how you finish, they, they give you a kind of like a completing a marathon. They give you a participation medal where, Hey, you did it. You made it the whole 24 hours. So they, they, those guys do such a good job putting that thing together. Yes, they do a great job up there. Yeah. I got, I, I got the email a couple of weeks ago and he's like, are you still gonna be able to go? I'm like, yeah, put me in. He goes, you're number eight. I'm like, Oh wow. It's getting close. So I'm hoping. Remember, if you can't make it, I believe a uh, friend of the show, Mr. Bowden, Steve Bowden, fun with bonus. I think he's below you. He yeah, is behind he, me. So you oh would be my. helping him. You would be helping him out if you, if you know work and make it. Just saying. Just saying. I'm gonna try. I'm really gonna try. That's the goal for me. I want to go. So when are you gonna actually go there? See, I was gonna go after work Friday, and try to time it so I fall asleep, get like eight hours of sleep, and wake up like. An hour before I have to go there. No, that's what you try to do. Yeah. So, so that's maximize, what I did. maximize sleep. 
Don't forget the quick check is right around the corner. Coffee and drinks are always there. And, and if, sandwiches. If if you show up on Friday, they've got a they've got a tournament that night too. Just a yes. quick little oh, yeah. knockout tournament. <laughs> yeah, just well, give you a chance to play the games, get familiar with what they've got, and well, I think well, you got you got you guys have both probably been, both been there. Yeah, my okay. my banner's up in the my banner for the company is up in the. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep, and if I do go, I'll be donating something for the prizes. Nice. So I always, always try to support them guys. They do a great job out there. So, Ron, what did you do today? I did a podcast with, with you and Jeff Parsons. Yes, and what else did you do? Oh, before that, we did a super stream. Super duper stream. With uh, Tim Balls, Tim Sexton. And our own Zach. And our own Zach. And as everyone predicted, Tim was late. Of course. Of course he was. God, you killed me. <laughs> These young whippersnappers, they cannot get up on time. No. I mean, sure, he had an excuse that he was in a tournament till what, what did he say he got home? Two or three in the morning? Three o'clock in the morning he got back from Brooklyn. Oh, that, that's plenty of time. Come on. Plenty of time know. to get sleep. I, five hours of sleep, that's all you need. That's all you need. At his age? Come on. <laughs> so, I don't know. Did you see any of the streams, Jeff? I watched. I only watched about like the first ten minutes of of Dragon Fist. Here's here's my takeaway from that. I've never seen it. I, first of all, I love Stern games. I, I don't think there's one that I don't like. I mean, some are better than others. And I love the sounds of Stern games, but <laughs> Dragon Fist, that little thing where it just keeps going up like one octave again and again and again. Eventually, it gets to the point where where the human ear can't hear it anymore. Yeah, and probably every dog in your neighborhood is going nuts. Well, at that it's weird. Point. It has. Two background sounds, like the one that just goes do 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 do, and then the other one that just keeps getting higher and higher till you can't hear it. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's what it seemed like to me anyway. I'm like, I wow. So, oh, am I getting a consensus that I should turn the background sound off? Well, or, or try different sounds because don't forget you do have choices for different sounds on those usually. Well, don't sit it. Don't sit it there and let it cycle like it, like uh, like you did with it with no playing. It just kept right on going. Oh. So you well, we, we had to fix the camera. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it looks like a fun game though. It's it is quite fast, but the yeah, the, no. the the first part of the stream was an attempted tutorial of uh, tiled in. Where we learned uh, where Tim Tim does not work good under pressure with the uh, tutorials no. and, and, and talking because he was not playing well and was getting quite upset. And we were busting his balls about it also, which is because that's what we do. <laughs> He's staring like I can't do this with people talking. <laughs> it's like what are we supposed to do? Not do anything? <laughs> it's this freaking well, stream. I know what I'm watching tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was like, and and so then we ended up just going at it and dialed in battles. And, but I, he did do a tutorial after everything was done, after we went off the air, which he'll be putting out on his YouTube channel. He, he, he said he was able to get some good games in. I didn't look to see, I, I'm, I'm certain there's a new high score on the dialed in. Let's put it that way. I haven't Ooh. looked at it yet. Cause I wasn't here. I left him alone in the game room. Wow. Oh my. That's the kind of trust we have here with the slam till crew. Yes. <laughs> So we did that first, and then we went over to our Twitch feed, and we streamed Dragon Fist, which, what, what did Keith Elwin call it? Sea Fist. Sea Fist. Because <laughs> of the similarities with the uh, rule set with uh, Sea Witch, with the moving Xs. If you've played Sea Witch before, you'll pretty much be able to figure out Dragon Fist. 
a question, Ron. You brought up on the if you get over 20, 40, 60, 80 on the spins. If you get the exact amount. Yes, thank you. You have you get 20, 40, 60, or 80, you get a free game. Free game. Or it's, yes, so. It has a spin counter. It counts how many spins on the spinner. What? Yeah. I like that it said 80. So they're assuming that you could hit a spin that would do 80 spins. Or you keep on hitting and keeping it alive. Uh, oh, I guess I guess so. Oh, okay. It's a cute feature. You can see how juiced your spinner is. Yes. Does it keep a, a high spin count? It like actually did. It, it did. It did. Really? Yeah, it did. And I'm thinking about it. Of, at the end of yeah. the uh, game, it actually shows you the highest spin, which was 49. Hmm. So I got to I got to get that spinner more juice so we can get above 49. See see and if you can roll it. Roll <laughs> it. Roll the spinner. <laughs> A unique goal. New heads up tournament. You must roll the spinner on Dragon Fist. Nice. Except we'd probably have trouble finding two of them. Yeah, next yeah there's only there. 301. Don't forget, Dip Switch 8 is your friend, Ron. Oh, is that the background sound? Yes. Okay. Off is off Okay. number 8. Okay, okay. Wow. Consensus that the background sound on Dragon Fist is bad. Yes. <laughs> totally bad. Oh, my God. Uh, I will send the link for you for those targets tonight, too. But uh, we have put that in the past on the uh, looking right now for those. Yeah, that I probably should have paid attention to. Yeah, you should have, but there we go. It's L-A-N-G-E-L-I-U-S.com. I'm going to post it right now on our Slam Tilt page. So you could, you'll be able to find it every time from now on for your stern old targets. You know, it's so weird having Jeff on because I'm listening to the voice and I'm hearing the podcast in my head. <laughs> I know. I love that. I get that same thing. I, I uh I spent two hours in a grocery store today doing a live broadcast for the radio station I work at. And I had two people come up to me. It's like, you don't look anything like you sound on the radio. Like, <laughs> that, thanks. <laughs> I guess. Is that a compliment or? Yeah, I, I didn't know quite how to take that. <laughs> I wonder, I'd say Bruce looks exactly like I would think he would look. Gee, thanks. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's a compliment. Bum, bum, bar, dum, so now that we have Dragon Fist now everyone knows your special new game. Can you tell everyone the story how you got your Dragon Fist? It was posted on Pinside. Oh my fucking god. For a ridiculous price that I unfortunately paid. And? And then it was shipped to me assembled. Which was the was. first problem. Please, people, don't do that. It's it's okay for Papa to do that because they're putting it in a truck and driving like 15 minutes to a convention center. But if you're Shipping something from Arizona, which is where it came from, to New York. Please don't don't ship it assembled. Wait a minute, you mean like legs and everything? Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. What? Yeah, people do that. There's wow. there's companies that that kind of specialize in that. Like this particular shipping company, the guy used. They were like, uh, "What's the title of the game?" Like, oh, okay. So you people ship lots of games. Obviously, they want to know the title, so they don't ship the wrong one. I guess I don't know. So. The cabinet is, let's just say the bottom's falling out of it, or was. It's was. Been, it's been glued back together. The back box needs some help. Yes, it's, it does. It's, 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 it's a little on the loose side. Um, I, I think I don't think it was in great shape before the trip. I no, think, it, I think but the that tri- didn't I think help the, it Yeah, I think the trip pounded any last uh, stability out of it, unfortunately. So, yeah, don't ship them assembled. 
And one of the reasons I think it was assembled or shipped assembled because they screwed with the wiring to the point where, and I this was on a previous podcast, they screwed with the wiring to a point where you couldn't take the head off or the play field out. They just wire managed it in this bizarre way. I have no idea what they were thinking. Whoever did it should be kept away from pinball machines. We got it here, glued it back together, and it's sitting downstairs where it'll probably remain because it's not going to go to any any shows in this condition unless I get it fixed. And you get the backlash done. The backlash is in horrible shape, which is not unusual for a stern backlash. Most of them suck. They just don't wear well. The couple other dragon fists I've seen have had bad black backlashes. Oh well. Hey, somebody, redo it. I'm just looking right now. Ooh. 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 Who? BG Restoration did a Dragon Fist already ready. Oh, so I should contact oh. them. Yes, you should. Okay. They restored one last year. So that means they got all the stuff ready. All right. All right, sounds like a plan. We'll get your Dragon Fist uh, all ready and rocking. With that off the list, hopefully we gain some more uh, streamers on Twitch. And hopefully Timmy didn't lose any streamers for having us on. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these clowns in the background? Uh, well, Zach was on there. Yes, he was. He's a younger guy like us. We'll watch that. Yes, he's cool and hip. And while I was out at Ron's, I picked up something from Ron today. Mm-hmm. I picked up a Galaga. Ron actually donated his Galaga for the bar. An original Galaga. You gotta have a Galaga. And it was the most uncomfortable ride back because I have a oh, Subaru yeah. Outback, I Subaru uh, Forester, and my seat was pushed all the way up. I was actually driving with my knees into the dashboard for four hours. And basically, if you got in any kind of accident, you're dead. Oh, I was dead. Yep. Well, the airbag would have just cushioned me while the other thing would have crushed, crushed me. Crushed you from behind. <laughs> Wait, is that what was behind you in the car when you got yes. the posted picture you posted today? Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. It, we wrapped it, and we cling-wrapped it, and it made it fine. It's in the garage right now. I was like, really, Bruce? You're going to be able to fit this. And I'm like, was, yep, no problem. very insistent. Yeah, no problem. Go to close the back door. Like, no, no, a little more. Oh, i got to push my seat up a little more. So, see, we got it done. And then I'm going to have to ask people for uh, help for game moving for the bar. I'm going to move a lot of games. And then Zach's got to come over and help me work on the demo man. Got to get that working. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do we have any news? No. I have a couple things. Okay. First, Weebly.com. That's W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. They've made in the past uh, Stern CPU boards and Bally CPU boards, and they've also made Bally soundboards Dash 50 and Dash 51, which are the most popular soundboards. He's now outdone himself. And now he has created and making reproduction SB300 soundboards, which is basically every soundboard from, I'm going to look right now at the list. And while you're looking that up, I'll give them the correct web address, which is nvram.weebly.com. That's nvram.weebly.com. If you go to the other one, you'll just get a generic page. Fail. I always fail. 
All right, it's a new Stern Pinball SB300 replacement soundboard. It works for pretty much all the games with sound that Stern did. Alley, Big Game, Catacomb, Cheetah, Dragon Fist, Flight 2000, Free Fall, Galaxy, Iron Maiden, not the Stern one, Lightning, actually, it is a Stern one, technically, mm-hmm. Lightning, Meteor, Nine Ball, Orbiter 1, Quicksilver, Sea Witch, Split Second, Stargazer, and the awesome Viper. <laughs> I had to say that because I knew Jeff had to play that if he's going to the Zacto. Oh yeah, I I when I did have have Jim on uh, Jim uh, Swain from the Sanctum on. I, I asked him like, what the hell's with that game? And he says, I I know everybody hates it, but I love it. And he explained to me uh, that you've got to there's, there's like a little it's like a cannon that rotates and yep. you've got to hit multipliers or X something like that. The so turret, I baby, just... the turret. And now I know what I'm doing, but I every time I'm like, I don't get this at all. <laughs> The turret from hell. <laughs> I had to defend that game in our little contest. And you didn't win well with that one, did you? Uh, I thought I did a good job defending it. I said how awesome it, the, the rotating turret was, state-of-the-art technology, the fact that you can turn it both ways. It's got extra buttons. You can go forward or reverse. Yeah, you thought that rotisserie on, on Batman 66 was huge? This has got nothing on it. Nothing on this. Nope. Come on. And it has a spinner. And it's stern. It does. So he's making the soundboards for the Sterns, and he's also making the harnesses for the Sterns. You can get them both at the same time. $130, get you both the harness and the soundboard, or the soundboard by itself is 120 Definitely support this. This is a great deal for everyone. Make your old Stern sound new. I like that. Did you patent that? Make your old no. Stern sound new? No? Yep. No. All right. Also, I saw an interesting thing on Pinside. I know we barely uh, talk about that site. Uh. But this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody's actually building a kingpin by scr- on, for scratch, from scratch, I mean. Which kingpin, Bruce? The only kingpin in my book. One of eight. Uh, okay. For those out there, he's talking about Capcom kingpin. Yes. One of the two prototypes they were making when they shut down the pinball division. They pulled the plug. So, have you ever, ever seen a kingpin jeff i know i have i've seen pictures not one in in person oh really i thought there was one in the new england area at some point uh yeah yeah okay gene gene the dancing machine originally wanted to do them gene cunningham the guy who did the big bang bars and lost money and pissed off everyone associated with making them so no one wanted to work with him yes he could not find the code there was a code for it and uh, he didn't have the access to try to break down the chip, and nobody would work with him, so that kind of failed. Then I know Pinball Inc. was talking about it for a little while and backed out, and then when, what's his name, out in California bought the rights, Bay Area Amusement, PPS, he now has he now has the rights to do it. And if he does, it'd be great because it's a great game. We, me and Ron have both played it at uh, California Extreme. They bring one every year there. They release it to the public. But now somebody in Australia is trying to make one from scratch. In Australia. In Australia. Man, Australia's like the new hotbed of pinball. It is, I think so. I, I think it's a great idea, but uh Good luck. Yeah. He's 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 got the uh he's got the lights working now on it. He's actually got a play field with no artwork, all CNC'd out and everything, and he's gonna get inserts hopefully eventually into it. 
I, I love to see just like the projects like that. So if you look up on Pinside and look up uh, Kingpin, you can check out what his work is going on for right now. Okay. So, Jeff, what's the rarest game you've ever played? Boy, um, what was... Uh... Big Lebowski, maybe at this point. Big, well, actually, honestly, yeah, probably the Big Lebowski. I mean, not not that it intended to be that way, but my my friend Steve, uh, had, he ordered one. He was one of the first, like I want to say, maybe ten to fifteen that uh, that ordered, and he he got his, but he it wasn't without trouble. The shipping when they shipped it to him it was before they had all the the trouble that they're into now. Um, they shipped <clears> it, to him, but the shipper ratcheted the uh the, the pin too tightly and separated um part of the uh, the cabinet um and he when he wanted to get it repaired that's when they the all the trouble started and they couldn't get the parts to to fix whatever they needed to do so he said screw it i just ship it to me i'll take it as is and uh, i and he's uh he's got it now and he, he's he likes it so i don't know what what he's done yet as far as fixing it but uh but he's got it at least, and I, it's a fun game. That that rug, um, have you guys played it anywhere? But there's been yeah, yes. been shown. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. I kind of I kind of like that rug. I think it's a neat little neat little toy. And the if the callouts just have to be on adult mode with no kids around, or you just don't yes. get the effect. Yeah. Again, we we had the same issue in that we played it at Expo in more low power condition issues. Plus the the one I played was one of the original prototypes and it broke like every two minutes. I didn't mm. get through a single game on it. Unfortunately no. for me. Yeah. Um, then the other shows it was at the line was always too long and I just didn't want to bother. It's just so disappointing. It's like you get, you get your hopes up for some great games and they're done by these little boutiques. And I honestly, they just, they just don't know what it takes to make a pinball machine. It's not an easy thing to yeah. do. And then they they fall into these this hole, and then you know, like you guys, same thing. You guys say it all the time, and I agree. Like I would never buy put money down on a machine unseen. I just there's no way. I just would not dare take that risk. Uh, even even if it was like a you know a manufacturer that I trust, like Stern or, or Jersey Jack, that are you know producing. If they announced a game before you saw it, it's like no way, no no way I would put that. Yeah, I totally agree. Agreed. And we, because what, four years ago? Was it three or four years ago now? They were mm-hmm. like the darlings of Expo. They had this, like, remember the huge display they had? They had the rug They thought there, they were rock stars. And, they thought and, they yeah, were rock they stars. Yeah, they thought they were literally like rock stars. They they stole the Expo. It was like, oh, this is the coolest thing. They they had the exclusive party. Remember that? It was like in the hotel, oh, yes. like the, where they brought yep. the games up into one of the rooms and all this. And I know Bowen got to play it there. It was like invitation only. So you got like, you know, your pinball royalty got to play it, yep. I should say. You know, so Josh Sharp was up there. Bowen was up there. I think Todd McCulloch was, was up there playing it. And it was like they could do no wrong. And it was like right after Expo, the one guy, their marketing guy, like went bonkers. Yep. And, and it just all went downhill from there. He gave away all the money back to the some of the people that there was. He was the uh, guy who had had the money control for uh, Dutch Pinball USA, and he gave oh, back. Yeah. yeah, that was just all. It's total cluster, total cluster. But I digress. <laughs> have you seen Pirates, Jeff? I have, and I 
honestly was I was skeptical when, you know, because, I mean, there's no secret in what the next game for any of these manufacturers are anymore. It all gets out. Um, and when, when I heard Pirates, I'm like, we're doing this again? But then I thought, well, they've done it before. Manufacturers have done this. So I'm like, okay. Um, but when I saw it on on the stream, the the Buffalo Pinball guys did a great job with that. Um and got to see Steve Bowden be the first person to play it too, which which was pretty cool. Um, that uh, I'm not usually a fan of upper plate fields too much, but that sh- that ship that in up in the upper right corner really looks like a well designed piece of uh, piece of machinery there. And I like that it's a a new designer get some new new blood in doing this. Not that I don't like what uh, you know what the the, the long term designers like Steve Ritchie are doing, uh, but somebody with some new ideas that he's brought in. I love that uh, that spinning, the three discs in the middle that are kind of sitting each other that can go three different, you know, each go whichever direction it wants to go that gives randomization to the ball but doesn't really throw it out of control as, as he described it. Um, I'm not a fan of the theme, but I'm, I'm not, themes are not a big deal usually with me that much. It's if, if I play the game and, like, I've, I played the regular pirates, the, the first one by Stern and I've seen the first movie and just didn't like it. So I don't know much about what's going on in that game, but, um, but the shots are fun. I like sinking the ship and, and, uh, I, I think I'm going to like this one too. It's, it's definitely pretty. That's for sure. Yeah. I like the, the confidence of the designer and, and busting on Stern on his well, little, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, Whoa, really? Okay. I, the only thing is, I, all these people are just coming. You're bashing Stern. It's like, oh, yep. You now you're now you've got to step it up, or you guys are you are in trouble now. I'm like, I'm not so sure no, about that. Yeah, you mean like the pin side post, dark days for Stern. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Operator. Let's remember, Stern is the one that actually kept making machines when everybody else stopped. Yep. Yeah, they're the ones that kept it alive, and and Jersey Jack and everybody else that's come along since then probably would not be doing it if if Stern hadn't been been going all along i think people that got into the hob the hobby uh later than we did kind of don't realize that history as much as we do that that these they were the only ones and granted the, the games they were putting out after williams shut down you know weren't all that great i mean they're a lot better now obviously but it was something and it was still there were still games getting out there so if, uh, if it wasn't for stern i don't think any of us would would still be seeing new games i i well i think actually they had a great resurgence in 03 and 04 yeah Yep, and then they had the dip, of course, and now they've come back a little bit. Now I think they're in another dip. You think they're in a dip? Why are they in a dip, Bruce? The gameplay wise, just because you don't like the games. I want to see the sales numbers, man. Oh, probably the sales numbers are doing good for them. I agree with that, but the gameplay it it actually reminds me a little of the first Pirates. How does it remind you of the first Pirates? What reminds you of the first Pirates? I'm confused. Like, you know, you sell a lot of Pirates, but is it a fun game to play the first Pirates? It can be for me. In in some ways it is, but in some ways it isn't. It's like, okay, let's hit the ship. I know every game is like that too, but it it just, you know, not even having a jackpot call out on the first Pirates annoyed me right off the bat. And I understand why, because Disney said jackpots weren't supposed to be in that time of realm. And now they finally gotten smart and said, here, you can actually have jackpot calls out in Pirates of the Caribbean too. You know, I think Bruce just doesn't like the first game. No, I've had it. I had it for seven years. Yeah, that was their highest seller forever. It might still be, who knows? It might still be. It could be. They sold a shit ton of them. They really did. They really did. But not a knock them out dead game compared to like Lord of the Rings or, I actually like T3 more than I do 
or Simpsons more than I do uh, Pirates. Well, yeah, you would like yeah Simpsons Pinball Party. I think most people would probably say they like Simpsons Pinball Party more than the Pirates. Or even Teeth or Terminator oh, Jeff, 3. Jeff wouldn't say that? <laughs> I don't know. The problem the problem I have with The Simpsons, and that is it's such a deep game, it's just you, you've got to do so much just to start getting the points. It, yep. It's almost like it takes forever to get, okay, now I'm at a point where I'm actually scoring points as opposed to here, here's a thousand points and hit the couch and do this. And it, it frustrates me. People go to that all the time on uh, – in our in our league, we've got one at Arcadia National Bar, and they'll pick that. I'm like, okay, well, let's uh, set aside an hour because it's oh, going to yeah. be a while before we get this one done. Agreed. <laughs> Bruce likes it though. I love it. I missed mine already. And Jeff Teolis bought mine, so what does that tell you? So I think it's a, it's a great game for if you if you're a collector for your home, but for for competition, it's ugh, you know tough. You make it hard. Make yeah. it really hard. Yeah, you got to make that really hard then. So do you look so Jeff, when you're looking at the games, it's more how good is it for competition? Yeah, because that's essentially the you know, that's since I don't have any in my, my house, I don't have pinballs, it's it's i c I can see where I think there's a difference between people that don't own machines and that do in what they're looking from designers like Stern and Jersey Jack, you know, the, the people that are going to buy a pinball machine, they want all these features and deep rules so that they can keep it for a long time and keep it in their collection and, and enjoy it. Whereas, you know, a game comes out, if it's got, got rules and that, that are easy for me to understand and don't go incredibly deep. Uh, I'm, I'm more attracted to that kind of game uh, because I'm, I'm not playing it, you know, uh, 500 times in its in its lifetime. Um, I, I think that's the difference between me and, and other people when they're, when they're talking, when, you know, when they want more and more out of these, these companies, I'm, I'm just looking for fun. That's if I'm making shots that feel good, if I'm, you know, doing things that I feel like I'm accomplishing something and, and it's just a fun game, then, then I love it. And, and almost every game's got some sort of aspect that is fun, except Viper. Um, <laughs> But most of them have got something in there. Like, okay, this is a kind of cool shot. I like that, and I'm gonna gonna keep doing that. So that's that's the way I approach them. That's a good idea. That's a good way to look at it. I guess I would be a weird hybrid then, because I I'll buy something like dialed in, and then I'll set it up in a way that's hard with no extra balls, and no, I'll never see any of the wizard modes, and I'm okay with that. Hmm. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. But you know, I don't need to see. I I have Spider Man Black. No, the when the original Spider Man mm-hmm. since two thousand seven. I've never seen superhero. I've seen it once, but it wasn't me. It was my buddy Steve. <laughs> and, and when it was and when it came, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna shoot this and I grabbed my phone and, and got the whole thing. Wow, that was awesome. The first time I ever saw it was at the second Pin Mania. One of the two in the garage. Oh, yep. Okay. That's just before I had met JR. Yep. And that was Trent. I've actually gotten to it twice, but I actually took video of Eric Russell beating it. So does that mean you never beat it, Bruce? Nope, never beat it. No, okay. First a minute. Nope. <laughs> Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to bring that up. Rub, uh, my, rub my face in it. Like, yeah, ah! Rub your face in it. Hey, at least you got to it. Yeah, I did. I think I was within one mode of it, and then that was it. So now we have a judge. We have a judge, jury, and executioner. Oh, pressure, pressure. Battle of the games. Yes. So uh, unfortunately, it is 1978. 
It's 19. Yep, we're just starting. We're just starting. This the solid state era is at its infancy. Mm-hmm. And we have Gottlieb and and Williams battling it out. I get William. I uh, know I get Gottlieb. Bruce no, gets, no, because you heard no, him. No, <laughs> we already said on a previous episode. I have Gottlieb. Bruce says Williams. And the way this works is we have our impartial judge, and Viper's not one of the games, so I know <laughs> I know we're good on that. And we're gonna pick three games. Each of us will pick three games. Pick three what we think are the best games are. Yep. And then we're gonna go at it. We're gonna try to explain how our game is better than our opponent's game. Yeah. The answer is it's a Gottlieb. Oh, yep. <laughs> a sales pitch, <laughs> if you will. You fail already. <laughs> So, and what we'll do is, whoever goes first has the advantage. But we we flip flop. Like I go first one, then you go first, and it's like it's like I have my bench of of games, and I'm picking them to go into battle. Okay. So so how many how many do we do? Three. We're okay. Do. So oh god. So well, Joker poker. No, you don't tell me all of them. You can start one at a time. So you got to pick your first one. So all right, I'll start then. Joker Poker. Oh, God. Oh, see? He already knows he's in trouble because Joker Poker is one of the best Gottlieb early solid state games. Period. Yes. The sounds are state-of-the-art for the time. Yeah. Yeah. State-of-the-art for the time. It's a card-based theme. You have tens, jacks, queens, kings, and aces all spread about the play field. If you complete the banks, it increases your uh, little bonus thing in the center of the play field. It's actually one of the few solid state games. They made an EM version too, but mostly solid state games that I would advise putting on five ball just to get the full, because otherwise it, it's going to skip. It's just going to do tens, I think tens, queens, and aces. It doesn't have a spinner, but it has nice lanes. It's got a very unique play field layout. It's got a upper, a small little mini flipper in the upper play field. Got lanes in the upper right. It's got a nice little uh, extra ball lane on the right side. And it's just a joy to shoot. A all-time Gottlieb classic. Definitely one of their best early solid-state games, bar none. No one will disagree. And it's frequently used in tournaments, because that's how good it is. I yield the floor. Okay. (laughs) So, the first one I'm going to pick is probably, I'd say, probably better than that game. And it's called Lucky 7. Okay. Yes, see? Lucky 7. <laughs> Lucky 7. You get, a, you get a reel. You actually get a slot machine in this game. You can actually change your slot machine selections. You get better sounds than a Gottlieb. Anything's better than a Gottlieb sound. Anything. But I think this is actually... this. I think it's actually chimes on this one. I think this had the chimes. The Lucky 7 in the beginning. I think it's one of the three that they had for chimes. So, even better... You get the cool chimes instead of do, 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 do. it has four chimes and a buzzer. Yep, and you get better reliability also, which is also a good thing. Plus, you get a spinner, and everything's good with a spinner. Everything's even better with a spinner. You can change your real values with your slot machine shots and make your score. Overall, good artwork on the back glass. You get the dancing girl from uh, Vegas. 
Who doesn't love Vegas? Come on, Vegas rocks. I yield the floor to our judge. Okay, I'll say this. If you're going to go up against Joker Poker, you picked a good one to go up against it with. Um, The reels are, that's pretty impressive. Um, Of course, we saw it again later in Who Done It. But this, I kind of like, I like how you can change the reels to get your points. Um, But Joker Poker, it's Joker Poker. It's it's a classic. It's the shots are are good. The 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 drop targets are in the, in great places. That upper flipper comes in handy to get all the aces. And I've played Joker Poker and I've never played Lucky Seven. So, with that said, I it's I gotta I gotta go Joker Poker on this one. Uh. In your in your defense, Bruce, it does have a cool little feature where it actually had tilt warnings. Yes, and that's it did. what it used the buzzer for. That yeah. must have oh, been pretty okay. jarring to the player. And up, uh, what the hell? Whoa! Did, did I tilt? And it was cheap. It was only eleven hundred and fifty dollars. You're, you're reading then. the same thing I'm reading. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I have to. They made four thousand of them. They did. Sturm would love to make four thousand of anything. I know they would. <laughs> they would be doing backflips. Okay, so I get to pick number two, huh? Yeah. I'm getting to it. Hold on. I gotta pull out the next powerhouse. Phoenix, Barry Ausler. So right then and there, great, great designer for uh, this game. His first game. It's it's it, what was it? Is his first game? Yep. Wow. You get the uh, spinner on the right hand side with two sets of drop targets. Actually, there's four sets of drop targets. You have two. You have a single, a single, and then four, two four banks on each side. Cool artwork in the back with the f- big phoenix. Overseeing, you know, taking over everything. Three pop bumpers in the middle. Multipliers 5x. It's used in tournaments a lot, too. So it is a challenging hard game. And you have the uh, upper left-hand side shot that will give you the extra ball. Long, thin rail shot. Who doesn't love spinners? Thousand spinner when it's lit. Cabinet art. Pink. Who doesn't love pink? God, I'm dying here. Yeah, <laughs> yep, you are. I am. That's all. What is some of the worst? Uh, the the backlash with the Birdman thing is. Birdman rocks. Birdman. It's almost as bad as Algar. No, Algar rocks, and I did agree with you, Jeff. One of your top five Algar fucking rocks. Uh, what? Algar. Seriously? Algar. He picked one of his top five in the wide bodies. Oh. Rocks. Oh, really? Oh mm. no, no, no! Oh, did you at least pick Scorpion? Nope. Uh, no. Oh, damn it. <laughs> You've lost all credibility. I shouldn't be saying this to the judge. I'm ruining my uh, <laughs> yes, chances here. Uh, what a great choice! Everyone knows Algar is awesome. Those great captive ball things on the right. Everyone loves that. The Keith Elwin is lying when he says he doesn't like it. He secretly loves that game. <laughs> all right. It's this classic game. Uh, yeah, this classic game. He has one at home. He doesn't want to admit it. All right. My turn. So to go against Phoenix, I will pick. And this, whether you'll like this over Phoenix depends on how much you like pain. But I think <laughs> I think our I, th- I think our judge likes pain. I'm picking Sinbad, which they made twelve thousand of. Wow! In the solid state version, you definitely want the solid state version. It has the better rule set. Has the rule set that they uh, copied with Countdown and some of their other games where 
in order to increase your bonus multiplier, you must hit targets in a certain order. Which I thought was a very cool little feature. The, it's, it's used in Countdown also. It has double the double flippers, two flippers on each side, with nothing in between them. So you can, you know, flipper bitch yourself. There's literally no way to really trap the ball that much. You got to hit everything on the fly. So if if you're like the super control player, you're gonna get eaten up by this game if you try to control the ball. You just got to be able to hit on the fly shots accurately which is completely against my playing style and that's why I like playing it because I feel it's it, it helps there. It has the crappy Gottlieb plastic spinner but you could probably replace that with a better one. No you can't. Don't listen to Bruce, you probably can. <laughs> I've been told you can. Possibly oh. by Bruce. So it, it just it's the rule set. I love the 2x, 3x, 4x, 5x advanced by hitting the targets in a specific order. I just love that feature. And you need to do that or your score is nothing. So you get cock-blocked. Very nice, Bruce. And they made a ton of them, so it must have been good. Numbers don't matter. I yes, remember hearing yes, that from do. somebody last time. Uh, numbers don't matter necessarily if a game's production is cut short for some reason. But if a game sells, what did I say, 12,000 units, they must have did pretty good with this game. I yield the floor. Well, um, I got to say, I, I do like the artwork on Phoenix. I don't know why. I honestly can't tell you that. But something about the the fire and coming out, I, I just I like it. It looks good to me. Busy. But that's really about it. So, you know, it's again, it's Sinbad. It's it's classic. It's how can you how can it's. It's Gottlieb. <laughs> Gottlieb was the winner in this era, and I'm sorry, got to give it to Sinbad. Boo! Yeah, yeah. Even, I win. Even if even if there is a plastic spinner, you can't replace. Yes, you cannot replace it. I win. Well, let's go for the third. We'll one. do the let's third one, one for Pride. Well, come on, you you knew this was going to happen. Bro. Oh, oh, I knew. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah when we yeah when we randomly picked the yeah we we knew it. So third one for me. I'll I'll even take it. I'll go right out in the back and jump right out. This is the game. Wait, but shouldn't I pick one if we're switching back and forth? No, I'll just go right for okay. it and go for the go for the hanging right now. <laughs> this is the epitome of not even have to flip to play this game. World Cup, easiest game to play ever. It's the thirty-minute game at Pinburg or Papa. Very easy. Just put the game, play the game, get it into the, one of those kickers. And it'll go right in the hole and go back out and bounce around a little bit and go in the other kicker and go back up and just, you don't do anything. You can't screw this game up. And you get tons of points. I yield the floor. It's the worst game ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I see where you're going. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. My game I'm going to select is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, boy, you are scraping the barrel there. This game is utter, complete trash. (laughs) It's horrible. I had to play this at a tournament at the Fun Spot when they used to have pinball tournaments. And I must have played this thing, I can't tell you how many times. Hitting the stupid rotary target thing in the back. It's just a drain monster. 
the artwork it's it's just it's bad you're you figure it's supposed to be you know close encounters the third kind it's gonna be based off the movie right and then they have i guess i'm looking at the artwork it kind of looks like the dude who comes out of the ship but still terrible plastic spinner unlike the good plastic spinner on sinbad terrible plastic spinner on this which you can't replace just the lazy no art on on the plastics up on the top of the play field plays like a dog just completely on fun i yield the floor so wait a minute am i am i judging on which is better or worse better (laughs) (laughs) well that's a tough one well let's see close and let's start with close encounters yeah it's the artwork is what puzzles me the most because when you look on their flyer they've they've got the poster there because oh who who made close encounters columbia pictures who owned gottlieb columbia pictures oh what a coincidence um but it's like they ju- they didn't even pay any attention to their own movie in the whole. There's, I mean, granted, back then you can't really get a theme in all that well, but it wasn't too much later that uh, Bally got it right with Flash Gordon. So mm-hmm. you know, um, and then well, well, first of all, you know what? With uh, World Cup, hey, they've got Kyle Rote Jr. endorsing this game on the flyer. Look at look at that! Look at the smile on that guy. He is he's holding a soccer ball. He's loving this game. Hey, look! This is fun. Sucker. He's (laughs) he's never played the game. I guarantee it. Of course, he's never played the game. He probably never played pinball at all. Uh, I have I've played both these games, and I've got to say, if I'm going to pick one of them that I enjoy more, it's going to be World Cup, but barely. Barely pulled one out. Yes, really. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> hates World Cup. I mean, people hate that game. Actually, I like World Cup better than in well, honestly. If World Cup's better than uh, Close Encounters. Yeah, you look what you're comparing it to. You know, and put it up against any other game. Okay. Yeah, you, you knock it out of the park. Mm. Look, you already won anyway. Yep, exactly. So you just you uh, know didn't get the shutout. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, we are not alone. As the no, game says. we are not alone. Okay, so you ready for the next year? Oh, okay. So are we using like a randomizer or something like that? Yep. Do you want an impartial randomizer? I can get you a year. There you go. Yep. There you go. We'll have that. The host picks it for the next the next time. Yep. And then I'll look how many ah. games are available. 74 through 2017. 74 through 2017. One moment, please. You got 1989. Oh, there you go. 1989 is Black Knight 2000. But you don't have Bally anymore. You have Data East, yeah. Williams, yeah. and Premier. And, and yeah, Premier. Okay, so we got three. So now put the three choices in. If you can, please, Mr. Jeff. Data East, Williams, and Premier. I get to pick the first one. All right. Premier. I will give that to Ron. <laughs> oh, okay. So I get Gottlieb. Cool. Yep. And what do I get? What's the next one? It's either Williams next or one is Williams. Oh, ah, it's gonna be a good day. Oh no, I'm gonna get roasted like nuts here. All right, we got it. We got to do a preview. What What do they even make then? Um, okay, for Premiere, you have Big House. I just played that. It wasn't that bad. Shots, lights, camera, action, and bone busters. No hoops. No hoops. Damn. For yeah, Williams. Not with hoops. 
Yeah, he would have had a shot with hoops. Williams. Okay, so I got a whole, I got a plethora. Yeah, you got like Black Knight 2000, Earthshaker, <laughs> Elvira, Atlantis, Bad Cats, Black Knight 2000, Earthshaker, Elvira, Mousing Around, Police Force, and Transporter, the rescue. Uh, good luck, Ron. Yeah, good luck. You're, you're gonna have fun with this one. What are you talking about? I have full confidence. Yeah, My games okay. are innovative, great artwork, great rule sets of Gottlieb. No crazy random mystery words or anything like that. It's going to be Never. tremendous. Excellent. Excellent. And the greatest flippers ever made because you can trap everything. And that's what everything. we want. Oh, look, he's already, he's already trying. I'm already psyching myself up. Yeah, how's that going for you? It's going good. <laughs> okay so uh let's go to would you or would you not buy that oh you have some you know me i do my magic we like to have these when we have a guest so we can laugh at ebay together we'll see if jeff would buy any of these yes this might be the thing that gets him to change his mind hey you never know you never know good deal okay ticket number three two two eight Four one zero zero six one four zero. Stargate. I think Sanctum has one of these, don't they? Yes, they do. Shoot the pyramid. Shoot the pyramid. Shoot the pyramid. We actually uh, pin project pinball. Uh, I was invited to to uh, donate one of these. Go with them to donate one of these to uh, Camp Sunshine here in uh, Casco, Maine. That's a it's a retreat for for uh, kids with the uh, life-threatening illnesses and as as much as i don't like this game the look on these kids faces when they played it was just fantastic they they had never a lot of them had never played pinball again at that point and they just absolutely loved it gave them some pointers on how to play and and they're gonna have the kids that go they're gonna have a great time with it so it's got a little bit of a special place in my heart because of that but for 710 bucks 710 bucks and you know that the kids probably loved it when the thing thingamabobby came out and moved around. <laughs> yes. And I forgot Kurt Russell's on the game. Yes, Kurt Russell. How did I forget that? I might have to change my opinion on it just because Kurt Russell's on it. Okay, now let's look at the game now. This one. He's That's got like arrows here. and stuff pointing. It says, da, 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 da. "Oh, he picked up a centaur, so he's selling his Stargate." Is this you, Bruce? No, <laughs> it's not. Room. I've had the game for about two years. Plays fast and it's a lot of fun. Uh-oh, I installed non-ghosting LEDs from Cointaker, so the game looks sharp. Ooh. The play field has some wear spots. <laughs> W-A-R-E. There is, this is a issue with Pinheads where they have issues spelling the word wear. They always spell it wrong. I don't know why. One by the ball drain and one in the far right corner. Where, oh, that's where his arrows were. Yes, he's showing you. That's nice. Literally, he's, he's showing you right where the worst spots are. You gotta love that. Uh, new driver board, replaced shorted coils, and hacked out hole switch. It's like he knows what he's doing, but he still spelled where wrong. That's just funny. <laughs> new rope light, new locks, LEDs, new glider ship. Wow, replaced all coil sleeves. And remember, folks, this is a Gottlieb, so you can get most of the parts for it from Pinball Resource. New rubbers, stripped down playfield, and put on three coats of wax. Too bad there's a lot more wear spots than his arrows show. Okay, like what? Each where to where it feeds the in lane, the ball the ball drops down. Mm-hmm. 
Both of those have nice wear spots under each one of those. Okay, but this it's seven hundred and ten dollars so far. Yeah, it's got twelve bids. That's true. Yeah, so far, and it's got uh, five days left. Yeah, so it'll go for a lot more than that. But still, folks, I I wouldn't mind taking a look at it. It is in Virginia, Virginia, and the seller has hundred percent positive feedback with two hundred twenty four auctions. Mm-hmm. It is one of my. It's one of my girlfriend Michelle's uh, favorite pinballs. So that might be a little incentive for me to want to buy one. Mm-hmm. Because then, then I could you know keep more later at some point, <laughs> someday. So that's that one. You ready for the next one? Yep. Same seller. Ticket number three two two eight four one zero four six nine seven six. Mm. Mm. It's, it starts out all right, then I see Project Game, and that scares me. Meteor Pinball Machine by Stern. Project Game, no reserve, has four bids. It's up to $305. Let's see what it says. Up for sale is the Stern Meteor Pinball Machine. He's had it for a while and has done a lot to work on it. It needs a little more to finish it, but I don't, I've run out of gas. Currently, the game will not boot. I put an all-tech board for testing, and it would boot, but there are still other issues with the game. Let's see. The good has spent a lot of time in the game, installed many new parts. There is wear spot because of flipper dragging on the playfield. Now, he spelled, he spelled wear right this time. Yeah. The, <laughs> the issues are on the MPU. The MPU won't boot. Display strobe, and it starts adding points as soon as the game starts. Stuck switch. The game will reset when the slam... Switch is closed. As I said, you'll need to do some work to get it 100%. Okay. Unfortunately, he's replaced the meteor drop targets. Oh. That's a bad thing. Well, uh, let's see. Cabinet's got typical wear. Uh, well, the one side's worse than the other. Yes, it is. Uh, Playfield. Inserts are wear. Yeah. Worn. That's typical. $305. The one, two, three targets look like the originals. Yep, they do. So, all right. See if it stays for three, at three, for three hundred dollars. Sure. Yeah, or even even under four fifty, I would go with. Okay. I would definitely not, buy not it. me because I have no idea how to fix a pinball machine. We need to teach you. No, we secretly don't know either. We poke forks at ours, and, and hopefully for shorts. And <laughs> on the stream, that's not actually my game room. It's someone else I know. It's a whole yeah. facade I put on. Yep. All right, so we would buy that up to a point. Yes. Uh, ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. 302-480-042-710. Birdman? I've never even heard of this. It's a Sonic. JT used to own one of these. Yes, he did. He, I think he, 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 he sold. If This is at Papa. Yes, it's, the, it's actually JT's. It's JT's. He sold it to Papa. So if you ever play the Birdman there, say thanks, JT. It's huh. a very rare pinball machine. All capitals, too. I love that. Another one like this one is in a museum. It's named the Birdman. Works great there. Oh, there. I think he means in the museum. I don't know what that has to do with this one he's selling. Am I reading this wrong? It's no. in a museum. It's named the Birdman works great there well does it work great at your house where and this pinball machine you don't want to miss out on 
Yeah. Turn your caps lock off. Yes. Let's see. Birdman. EM. Yep. EM Sonic. And it uses all Williams parts, so... Yes, so you have reliability you, there. Yeah, you don't have to worry about, oh, it's from Spain. It's going to use some weird stuff. I'm never going to be able to fix it. See, the, the Sonic games, they use, like, early, like, clear coating on their play fields so they don't wear. Yep. So whenever you see one of these Sonics, the play fields look immaculate. That's so why do. doesn't anybody ever take a cue from that? You would think that they would. Well, number one, it was expensive. And number two, I believe, like, the, the clear coating stuff they use in there was extremely toxic. Yes, oh, well, very okay, toxic. Well, it probably was not safe. Your pinball machine will kill you. Okay, well, yes. no, it, it probably killed the factory workers who applied the clear workers. coat. Like, they probably got yes. cancer years later. Yeah. Um, not for 2000 Not for 2000 The guy's on crack. Yes, he is. And this is his lowest price, he says. His lowest price, yeah, and he has 92.9% positive feedback with only 12 items. Yeah, that's not that's good That's not good at all. We would not buy that, folks. No. So looking back at some of our uh, last week's one, last week uh, winners, we found uh, the Lethal Weapon 3. That sold for $1,351. Hmm. The Jokers, $980. There you go. Jokers. F-14 Tomcat, the one in, uh, in Buffalo, sold for $1,525, but didn't sell because it uh, they relisted it. And they relisted it again. Wait a minute. How did it sell, but they relisted it? I guess they, they canceled it, and then they relisted it, relisted it, and now I can't find it anymore. It, it kind of like went off the off the beaten path. I can't. It was purchased. It went to New England where they cut the back box up and used it for <laughs> trophies for Pintoberfest. Stupid New Englanders. See, we, we've, we've, taken it, we've taken it full circle. <laughs> yep, and the F talkers over. Knock it off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and the F fourteen was relisted and then canceled. So I don't know what happened to the one that was out by an hour from your house in Doglesville. 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 You gotta love upstate New York. Gotta love some of the names. Yes, we got some funny names here. So that's all for my uh, would I or would I buy that. We have five too many winners except for $2,000 Birdman. Uh-oh, it's the yawn. It is the that yawn. Means, that means the home stretch. It is the home stretch. <laughs> so let's 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 do the mail. It's quick. We don't have much mail here. And we'll probably get a flood of mail on uh, Monday because they'll think that's when we're recording. I said it last. If they did watched you? the stream today, if they watched the if stream. If they watched the stream. Okay, so that's going to – if you didn't watch the stream, you wouldn't have known that. You're fucked. Yeah, Scott Charles. Guess what? He says, "Ron, you all lost when you played Star Wars." <laughs> he does not like Star Wars at all. Our our own Zach, though, he does like Star Wars. He loves Star Wars. I'm a big Star Wars nut too, so don't get me wrong. You know, I'm right with I'm right with Jeff here. I love Star Wars. I think it's a great theme. But oh god, that game is just killing me. Okay, okay, C- calm down. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, no! I want I want Jeff to convince me why it's a great game. Zach can't even do it. Uh, today, I, Zach Zach could not do it today. The the thing that I like most about it is I like the horseshoe around the the Death Star there. I like that shot. I like the shots around the ramps. I really probably the thing I like the most. It, it, it seems crazy, but I like the whole Tie Fighter thing. I, I normally I don't like taking my hand off the flippers to do, but I like that challenge of 
you know, destroying the TIE fighters. And I, I think it looks great. I think the the, the screen uh, on the play field is really helpful. Um, and they did, they did a good job, I think, with uh, what they're showing on the uh, on the display as well. Do you have a pro that you play or do you play a premium LE? Pro. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Play an LE or a premium and you'll change your tone. I actually like the pro better. Okay. Why do you like the pro better? Because it doesn't have that stupid up ramp for the freaking uh, Death Star that you can't even make. Like, the up ramp for Pirates of Caribbean, people were making. The one for Star Wars being so tight and, oh, it's terrible. Probably my, my biggest disappointment is they didn't do much with the Death Star. Yes. No, you know, that should have been a toy that should have done something, I think. But other than that. You don't I, like an egg? I'm... Come on, the egg's great. <laughs> they should have had magnets somewhere. Yes. It's the force. Like yeah. somebody stops the ball and does something with it, like like um, Dracula or something. Yes, you, that would have been great. You Dracula have the force. The ball across. Yes. Whatever. Scott Charles with another email. You don't need the resistor. Just adjust the end of stroke to open a lot earlier to cut the power down. I think he's talking about Sea Witch. Yes, on my Sea Witch, yes. You have an email from Sean O'Shea. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. So I like the new year battle segment, but I agree with Ron that you should only do it when you have a guest to judge the winner. We agree. Yes, and we've done that. So see, we listen to you, Sean. We also suggest calling it the Battle of the Brands. It's face off. Oh, that's right. It was face off. I am. I am. What was I again? I'm Nicholas Cage. Yes, that's right. And you're you're. Uh, I'm John Travolta. John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> and the question, Ron, has there been any progress in the firepower alternate code that was giving you guys some buggy trouble at the stomp tournament? Inquiring minds want to know. Well, I got new code from Scott like months ago, and I, every time I play firepower, I play a four-player game to try to get it to lock up, and it has yet to lock up. So hopefully that. That problem was corrected. And that's the end of the mail. That was easy. Yep. Mail ball bag was spent fast. Yes, it was. Got to pay some bills. And thank Jeff. Oh, well, first we're going to pay some bills. Then we'll give the big thanks to Jeff. Okay. Yep. Thank you, host. To see you're finally listening to me. Yep. Never does, does he, Jeff? Never does. (laughs) Uh, uh, www.pinballlifter.com. Come check us out. Uh, we sell lifters, tilters, helpers, wheel kits for your moving your machine with ease. Use your brain, not your back. Uh, second one is I got yelled at by my wife this weekend because I'm telling people to go to the website of the Silverball Saloon and just go to our Facebook page. It's a lot easier. We update a lot more stuff on that. So you can go to our Facebook page, the Silverball Saloon, like us, check us out, follow the status. I'm going to be posting a picture in a few minutes of the new Galaga. If you do want to go to the website, it's thesilverballsaloon.com. Don't forget, thank Carl D'Angelo. If you want your match play cards, grab them, buy them before they get sold out. We had a link on our page a couple weeks ago. I'll post again today or tomorrow to purchase those. Definitely want to play. Have you played a match play, Jeff? Not uh, the critical hit. I yes. have. I've got it. I've got a deck. Okay. I haven't used I haven't used it yet though. Trying to get some people together that that, uh, that want to try it, but it looks fun. It's really fun. It seems like it caters more to novice players than it does to the yeah. expert players. Which it's is, just it's it. just pure simple fun. It's you know yep. it's great. So uh, definitely want to buy them for Carl. 
help out a fellow pinball player. Hopefully we'll get him on in the next month. We were talking about uh, November, free for him, so we will have him on. Hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll have Oren Day on also. Two great interviews coming up soon. Two uh, people we like to plug is uh, Pinball Star. He sells... Uh, God, that sounded so wrong. It does, but it's so oh right. My. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> uh, he sells uh, Spooky. He, spell, he, spells, he sells Spooky. He sells uh, Chicago Gaming. He sells uh, Jersey Jack. An American Pinball. Which Houdini, I think, next month they're talking. We'll see. What were your thoughts on Houdini, Jeff? I haven't seen much of it. The artwork looks really nice but don't really know much about the play of it. I mean, it looks like a nice machine. Okay. And then also uh, Flipper Fidelity, Mike Pupo, good friend of the show, sold us both games, sells Stern games, sells Stern factory authorized mods, and he also sells Flipper Fidelity sound system kits, the best sound system kit for your pinball machine. Check those guys out. Tell them we sent you. We make no money off them. We just like giving them the plug. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Thanks to all our fellow podcast brethren. There's yes. getting to be too many of them to to mention every single podcast, honestly. Just uh, check them all out between the Pinball Profile, uh, this flipping podcast, the Pinball Players Podcast. Head to Head. Head to Head Podcast. See, so, so then I go and mention them all anyway. But there's a lot of them out there. Coast to Coast. Coast to Coast. Original. The granddaddy of them all. Check them all out. They're all great. Bro, do you even talk pinball? Bro, do you, you even know? talk pinball? See, I missed another one. So that's, why I, that's why I don't even want to mention it, because I'm going to miss someone and piss someone off. Yeah, you will. Yeah. See, it's at least two this time that they get pissed off. And uh, our Slam crew. Yes. Tim Sexton, Tim Balls. Check out his Twitch feed. Steve Bowden and the um, Fun With Bonus site. Check them all out. We are the Slam Till Podcast. We can be found... On Facebook, just search for Slam Till Podcast and Twitch. We have uh, the Dragon Fist stream is up there. You can also go to uh, the Tim Balls, and you will see the first part of the stream on Dialed In. We're also on uh, YouTube. I already have the Dragon Fist stream archived. It's on YouTube right now. I also posted a video explaining the issues with the Dialed In trap door that I keep mentioning every week. Questions, comments, hate mail for Bruce can all be sent to slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. That's slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. I'd like to thank Jeff Parsons for joining us this evening. Thank you again, Jeff. You, well, thanks was, for having me. I, I am a big fan of your podcast. You know, love it. Listen to it every week. Cannot wait for your next one coming out. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. And as we say, is there anything you would like to plug, Jeff? Just my podcast, Pinball Players Podcast. Uh, you can uh, look for it on on Facebook, and uh, if you, uh, you have the typical places you download podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, it's on all that stuff. You can't miss it. So, uh, and don't forget, in two weeks, good luck. Yeah, hopefully you're going to make it, Bruce. I hope so. We'll we shall see. I'm crossing fingers, dotting eyes. There'll be a lot of good players there, though. But now we're down to the nitty gritty. I got eight more people to leapfrog. You know the one will be playing, right? I know. I cannot wait. <laughs> I, I now I had a funny thing. I'm gonna next week. I'm gonna actually do a uh, fun little. I have to get permission from one person to make sure they don't get mad. But I'm going to make a uh, pinball matrix list 
who represents who in the Matrix. Oh, nice. Oh, God. (laughs) Who's the Oracle? I don't know yet, but I know who the architect is. I only saw the first movie. I don't remember the architect. You needed to see the other two then. No, the other two sucked. Why would I want to see them? No, two's pretty good. Three sucks, but two's pretty good. Okay, Jeff, did you see any of the Matrix movies? I saw all three of them in the... the yeah, but I'd have to go with what, what Bruce said. The second one was like, eh. The third one was just, what am I doing now? Yeah. But the, the first one was good. Can we all agree? No, the first, first one okay. was excellent. Okay. Yes, yes. So we are the Slam Till Podcast. Thanks. This has been episode 66, Son of the Pig Panther. Please do so not... So now we have, a, we have a question now before this. We have a question before this. Before what? The thing I just did? Yes, because now do we actually go with the next two with Steve Martin? Or do we go to another group of movies? Uh, ah, dilemma here. Wait, there were two Steve Martin ones? You're yes. No, I'm not. There was two. Yeah, wait a minute. There was two? Two. Two of them. We already, yes. Oh, Okay. Or do we just go right to a new subject? We're going to go right to a new subject. I don't want to do this. Yeah. We'll have to go back to the old one episodes before we started this and find out which one we said would be the next one. We're going to do Rocky. I like Rocky. I was just going to say that. Yeah. That was one of the ones that came up. We do Rocky. Okay. We're going to do Rocky because I I have actually seen most of those. Yeah. And Rocky's got a pinball. So there you go. That's true. Ties all in. So thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff, again, please. Thanks. If you want to come on anytime, you're more than welcome. Appreciate it. You guys are a lot of fun. Oh, we try to be. This has been the Slam Till Podcast. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Evan Bingham. Oh, my.